Okay, great, uh, great way for our senior class to go out on their last home game here at Rice Eccles. Uh, I've been talking about them really since last spring ball, and uh, just couldn't be prouder of a group. They've meant so much to our program, had such a big impact on our program, and uh, they're special. They're a special group. And so it's great to see them uh, go out with this win, go out back-to-back uh, -back Pac-12 South champs. That's uh, something to be very proud of. And so uh, that's where it starts with, with those seniors. Um, we played well this this evening. Uh, once we got going, a little slow start. First quarter wasn't wasn't much uh, wasn't much uh, that we got accomplished. Uh, credit them. They played well in the first quarter, and we started to get some momentum, and then uh, really got uh, things going in the second half. Uh, played great defense again. Played the run tough. Uh, I think they ended up with 60 yards or somewhere in there. We ran the football effectively over 200 yards, and again I say it every week, but that's that's a starting point for us. Uh, we took care of the ball on offense. We played third downs well on defense. Special teams showed up. A couple big punt returns that, that set up uh, a field goal, and, and then one was for a touchdown. And so a lot of good things tonight. And uh, you know, it was a good football team that we played. They had a lot to play for. They were playing for a bowl game. We got their best shot. And uh, it was good to see us uh, take control of the game in the second half and, and close them out. And you know, now we're on a short week getting ready for, for uh, Oregon down in, uh, or up in Santa Clara. And so we've got to get to work on them right away. And this, that's a big reason why a lot of these seniors came back. There are four or five of them that could have uh, exited last year and, and turned professional, but uh, they had some unfinished business. And, and now they're back in, in position to, uh, to try to finish that business. So we'll see what happens. But uh, like I said, very proud of our team. Questions? Kyle, you, you urged uh, the fans on Monday to show up early to, to show, you know, show their support for the seniors. Do you feel like that the fans did? Yeah, very appreciative of our fans. They were there. It was, uh, you know, it wasn't completely full, but there was a lot of people there to, to acknowledge our seniors as they came out of the tunnel. And um, I think our, you know, our seniors were, were uh, very well. Uh, you know, they were they were excited about that. And very grateful for that. And uh, again, we appreciate our fans making that effort to to get to the game early. Colorado stopped your run pretty early on, and then you found Keithy on two different touchdowns. I mean, what's it like about yeah, well, we feel like we're a complete team, and that's something you you got to be able to do if you're not getting. We weren't getting any push on the line of scrimmage, and, they, and credit them, they they got some big guys in there. They played that odd front, which is designed to funnel everything outside and not not let you run between the tackles. But um, we started getting push in the second half. But you're right, when we weren't uh, getting much done in the run game, we we turned to Keithy, and he made some big plays for us and uh, some big receptions, and as well as a couple big runs uh, from that little tight end uh, sweep that. Uh, Andy has designed. Were you worried after the first quarter? No, not worried, but uh, not not pleased. I mean, we knew we could play better, and and uh, you know we knew we were not uh, ourselves, and so we got things going. But but uh, no, not worried. Was it a matter of execution, or did you make some adjustments after the slow? A little of both. You know, we started executing better, but we also started doing some things uh, differently schematically. And talking about offense now, defense was pretty solid from start to finish. They did give up that one touchdown early, but but uh, you know, at halftime, made some adjustments and and uh, just tried to uh, you know give, get what the defense was giving you instead of trying to force the ball in the middle. Uh, from the same town in Hawaii who got three sacks among them tonight. Uh, what 
what is it about them that makes them so effective, both uh, Mika and Bradley? Very good players, and, and Bradley is, I believe he tied the the all-time sack record tonight, and he's got more games to try to uh, to break that record. So that tells you how valuable he's been over his career here. And so he's a he's a great pass rusher, and he's uh, destined for the for the National Football League. And you'll be watching him play for a lot of years. Meek is just a sophomore, so we got him back for a couple more years. And he's he's a tremendous player. He's uh, you know, those three DNs that rotate in there between Bradley Meek and then Max Dupai. That gives us a great presence on the edge of the defense. Six days to prepare for Oregon instead. Does that change your week at all? It does. It does. We got a Monday is more like a Tuesday, and Tuesdays and Wednesday you just got to get a day ahead, and we'll we'll have to get some meetings done tomorrow night to uh, to get ready for that. And and uh, it's you know we've done it before. It's nothing that we don't have a, a plan for, and a and a, a uh, we've got it mapped out. And and Oregon's on the same schedule, so it's it's equal footing for both teams. What do you know about the Ducks? Explosive team, uh, playing good defense. They got a lot of athletes in the secondary. I believe they lead the Pac-12 in interceptions, which is usually a good barometer of your athleticism in the back end. And they, they've got uh, some tremendous athletes. You know, obviously, the quarterback Herbert is a big-time player, and uh, they're very skilled. They got an offensive line. That's something that is is going to be a great matchup next week, because they have one of the best offensive lines in the country, and we feel we have one of the best defensive lines. How do you balance winning the South for the second consecutive year, but also know that you just need to get ready to win the conference? Well, I don't know if it's a balance, but it's just you know an, uh, an opportunity for our program to take another step forward, and that's the next step in the evolution of this program is to is to try to win the Pac-12. We've been champions of the South now two years in a row, and and so the next step is try to get over that next hump. But I mean, like in terms of enjoying it, how how long I don't can enjoy, you enjoy anything? It? I just keep keep. Going. I know you don't, but I meant the kids. <laughs> uh, the, I'm still not following your question, Pete. Well, I mean, the, they want to. You want to be happy because you won the South, but how oh, long yeah. do you stay with it, knowing that you got to get ready to? Till tomorrow evening, when they come in and get ready for films and that, they can enjoy this tonight and tomorrow, and then coming in the evening and and get down to business on the next opponent. I got you. Well, I'm enjoying it, but I'm already thinking about the next one and, and what we got to do. But, but uh, yeah, that's some. I think that's a, a common problem for coaches, and as they look back and reflect, you know, when their career's over or later in their career, they probably will all admit they didn't enjoy it enough, didn't enjoy the ride enough. So I try, but it's hard. It's hard because you're always worried about the next thing. Along those same lines, did you shed a tear at all this week when thinking about the seniors? Did you? Get emotional at all? I got emotional a lot, and, and today pregame uh, over at the hotel before we came on the bus, and we we're expressing our gratitude to the seniors and get choked up. And that's a group that uh, you know I'll probably get choked up right now if I start talking about them. But but uh, just just so many uh, players that will be that will go down in Utah football history for years to come. The team appears poised even when maybe they start slow, and then it got a little bit chippy. Colorado's offensive line threw a couple punches. But even immediately after that, you guys were executing. Where does that come from? Is it this group of seniors that's able to kind of keep everyone dialed in? Yeah, I think they're, they're, it's a mature group, and they, they handle their business well, and they uh, you know they, they do a good job of of uh, not getting caught up in some of the extracurricular stuff and just getting down to the business at hand. And and uh, it comes from great leadership. It starts with leadership, and it starts with that senior class. Well, certainly for recruiting, yeah, to have a to have the national stage and and uh, to end up playing very well, even though we started slow and in a good time slot where everyone can watch it across the country. That's that is definitely a big positive. 
you already mentioned the matchup between Oregon's offensive line and your defensive line. The numbers game obviously favors them there, the five on four. But your group, are they as elite as Oregon's offensive line? Do you have an advantage there, you think? I believe they are, and uh, we'll see. You know, the, the great thing is we get to go out and, and play the game and find out for sure. But uh, their, their offensive line is, is elite as well, and so that's why it should be a great matchup. He just got cleared. He, we've been we've been uh, getting a waiver prepared, and and the NC2A, you know, typically they want more information than you send that, and they want more, and, and and so we were just going through the process and collecting the everything they asked for. We had to go back and and collect it and, and re uh, refile, and and finally they had everything they needed, and uh, fortunately made the decision that Nephi was eligible to play immediately, and now we need to keep him under the four game deal, which will be. You know, that's that's easy to do now this late in the season to preserve the redshirt year. So he'll be a junior again next year. So how big of an addition is that to add a player like Sewell this late? It's, it's a big positive, especially on special teams. You know, he's not in the starting 11 on defense, but he, if you noticed him, he's making team, uh, plays on special teams, and he's a he's a really good football player. So it's uh, that adds to what we're doing, and and uh, it comes at good time because we got some guys banged up that uh, weren't able to play tonight. Well, Jalen's uh, hopefully going to be okay. You know, we'll, we'll see how we'll get a lot better uh, gauge on that tomorrow. But as you went, you saw he went back in and was able to function, not not 100%, but but enough to uh, take some more reps. And so it doesn't appear to be real serious. But again, a lot of times you don't know till the next day what uh, what the severity is. Your Hallandale trio, as we call them, all very productive tonight. A score from two of them and Tyler obviously passing touchdowns. Does their success keep a pipeline from South Florida to Utah open? Without a doubt. We're on we're on kids from Florida right now and and uh, we have uh, you know some young kids in the program right now from Florida and so that that's something that will be a, a place that we're always gonna recruit uh, and, and particularly for skill positions. Thanks you guys. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Let's go celebrate. <laughs> Cubby, party cubbies.